Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Practicing Resurrection podcast, a daily podcast from Ecclesia Church in Princeton that is meant as a simple aid to helping you encounter the voice of the living God. This week, we've been slowly wading through the beauty of John 15, and we will continue to do that in just a moment. And to start, I just want to read a poem by Eugene Peterson as a way of slowing our default paces and inviting us into the expansive world of language. I don't know if you heard the words of Amanda Gorman yesterday at the inauguration of Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, but what beautiful and stirring words. An invitation for us to behold the way that words create worlds. Eugene was a poet and a pastor from an earlier age, and he writes, A beech tree in winter white intricacies unconcealed against sky blue and billowed clouds carried in its emptiness ripeness sap ready to rise on signal buds alert to burst to leaf and then after a season of summer a lean ring to remember the lush fulfilled promises empty again in wise poverty that lets the reaching branches stretch a millimeter more towards heaven the bowl expand ever so slightly and push roots into the firm foundation. Lucky to be leafless, deciduous reminder to let it go. And today, as we wait on the voice of the Lord, as we move into John 15, we move, as Eugene reminds us, just simply another millimeter toward heaven. Let us turn to John 15 again. And simply, we're doing a, a, just a simplified version of Lectio Divina, listening to Scripture, allowing the ever-present God to meet with us, paying attention to His voice. And I'm going to read our passage for today once, and then we'll offer some more instructions. Hear the word of the Lord from John chapter 15, verses 18 through 22. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. This is the word of the Lord. Now, I'm going to read through this sequence in John 15 twice more. And I want to invite you to focus on a word or a phrase or a concept or an image, something that grabs your attention. And simply what we're trying to do for the next couple of moments is pay attention Pay attention to God's living word. Allow his living word to bring life to us, to bring his spirit into our midst. So I'm going to read. I want to invite you just to focus. Wait for the Lord. He is gracious. He wants to speak to us. That's the beauty of this simple practice. It's an acknowledgement that God is gracious. Yes, God is often complex. God is often mysterious. We often don't understand what the next right thing to do is. But in reading this way, we simply say, there's a joy in being here now. 
And there is an availability of the God of the universe, the God who made the earth and the heavens, who wants to speak to us right where we are. So I'm going to read again from John chapter 15. Hear the word of the Lord. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin, but now they have no excuse for their sin. This is the word of the Lord. I'm going to read one more time from John chapter 15, verses 18 through 22. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin, but now they have no excuse for their sin. This is the word of the Lord. The first three days that we've been in John 15, there have been these remarkable words of promise, these abundant life-giving words that we could take and treasure in our hearts. And I, I think today we, we certainly strike a different rhythm. These are quite certainly challenging words from Jesus. And so we need to ask the question, Lord, what might you be saying to me? Again, I want to invite you, if you need to pause this podcast, to ponder, to write, to contemplate, do that now. Now, as we've paid attention to a phrase within the context of this scripture that we read for today, and as we've sort of mind discern what might God be saying, with our vague sense of where God might be meeting with us today, what he might be saying, we simply pray for grace, for strength, for the Spirit of God, for courage, uh, for understanding, perhaps more clarity on what God might be saying. We pray for obedience and alignment with his ways and his will in our lives. And so we pray, Lord, help me. And these are some of the most honest and effectual prayers we can pray. Because in praying these words, we acknowledge our utter reliance upon God's presence and his grace to bring about anything good. And I want to encourage you, especially in light of such a difficult text, don't just put these words down as soon as you turn the podcast off. Don't leave these words here. Take them with you. Contemplate them. Use them as a frame and a lens to view your day today. Use them as an invitation. Use them as an invitation for God to be present anew and afresh. Use them as, as a way of acknowledging that God is where you are because he is gracious and fills the earth with his presence. Why would Jesus say this to his disciples? And what might it mean for our lives right here and right now? It's a big question, and I invite you to take the next several hours to contemplate and to think about what God might be saying. 
And each day, as we finish our time together, we finish with the prayer that Jesus gave us, his invitation to identify ourselves and our lives as the children of God, his daughters and sons. So we pray the prayer that Jesus gave to his disciples. We pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Ecclesia, the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you, and may he give you peace. Until tomorrow, grace and peace to you.